You're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I'm Josh Barker, and this is The Policy Corner. Today, we're going to take a look at Senate Bill 53, the Raise the Wage Act. This bill was introduced by Senator Bernie Sanders and has 37 Democrat co-sponsors. The main provision in the bill would incrementally raise the federal minimum wage from $7.25 to $15 an hour over a period of five years, starting with an increase to $9.50 in year one, $11 in year two, then $12.50, $14, and ending with $15 by year five. This bill would place the minimum wage in the hands of the Secretary of Labor, who shall annually make a determination about the minimum wage, which shall not be less than the amounts described. It will be increased proportionally if the median hourly wage of all employees, as determined by the Bureau of Labor Statistics, has increased, rounding up to the nearest multiple of five cents. The federal minimum wage for tipped employees currently stands at $2.13 an hour. The bill would raise that to $4.95 an hour near one and then increase it annually by the lesser of $2 or the amount necessary for the wage in effect to equal the regular federal minimum wage. For newly hired employees younger than 20, the minimum wage currently stands at $4.25 federally. It would be increased to $6 an hour in year one and then annually by the lesser of $1.75 or the amount necessary for it to equal the regular federal minimum. The minimum wage for workers with disabilities will be raised to $5 immediately, then $7.50, $10, $12.50, and $15 an hour by the fifth year. Democrat Senator Ben Cardin of Maryland, the chair of the Senate Small Business Committee, supports the Raise the Wage Act, saying that the minimum wage is simply too low right now. It's hard to understand how someone can work a 40-hour week and still live in poverty. So the minimum wage should really reflect that level, which a person who works 40 hours a week has a decent wage. So I think it's hard to argue against the the need to increase the minimum wage, but we need to do it in a way that's sensitive to all businesses, but particularly smaller businesses. So the transition to the, to the minimum wage becomes important, how we implement it, and I know we're looking at all those issues. Just look at history. Every time we have increased the minimum wage in the past, we've seen an economic growth and we've seen increased jobs. I, I think you have a transition issue, but overall it's good for the economy to increase the minimum wage. Michael Strain, the director of economic policy studies at the American Enterprise Institute, says that the minimum wage increase is not a good way of helping low-wage workers. Well, I think the economy does have inequities, and those should be addressed by public policy. The question is just what is the best tool to use in order to address those inequities. And I do not think the minimum wage, particularly a $15 an hour minimum wage, is the best tool. Uh, the Congressional Budget Office nonpartisan kind of scorekeeper referee in policy debates uh, finds that a $15 an hour minimum wage will reduce employment opportunities by over 1 million jobs. Who's not going to be getting jobs? It's going to be the least skilled, least experienced, most vulnerable workers in society who are going to bear the downside, who are going to bear the costs of that policy. David Henderson, a research fellow at the Hoover Institution at Stanford University, argues that a minimum wage increase will lead to negative unintended consequences. A minimum wage does not guarantee jobs. It guarantees only that those who get jobs will be paid at least that minimum. And that leads to two bad outcomes, unemployment and higher prices. When the minimum wage rises, employers will adjust. They will use less labor. They'll fire current employees or cut back on their hours. They will also raise prices for their goods or services. These are undesirable consequences. That's all for now. Thanks for tuning in to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM.